Hello, this is Christy Kendall with the Align Yourself to Success podcast. And around here, our passion and purpose is to empower entrepreneurs to export extraordinary profit through highest level transformation. You begin with your mind and alignment. You are limitless and you are powerful. And today we have with us Carly Lindsay. She is a lucky girl teaching us through her business of Aligned and Empowered how to manifest with mindset and alignment. So welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here today. Yeah, we're happy to have you sharing with us. So share with us a little bit about you and your story and how you got here coaching women with mindset and empowerment. Yeah, well, thank you for that introduction. Um, So I'm Carly. Um, I do. um, I found my way to coaching by uh, uh, kind of going down the wrong path for a long time first. Um, So what I thought I was made for was actually becoming a physician, which I later discovered through self-exploration and a little bit of coaching that that was a trauma response. So I found out that actually the medical field was not my path. It was just my response to losing two of my friends to cancer during my childhood. And I just wanted to save them and save anybody like them. And it wasn't until I was much older, um, you know, into my mid twenties that I started to be like, okay, wait, what do I actually really want? Like, is this dream mine? And so I, I did, I took a step back and I figured out what I really wanted, which I did want to help people. And I did want to support them, but not in a traditional Western medicine sense. Um, during the pandemic, I found out that I loved being able to grab my computer and take work anywhere. So I did the Japanese Ikigai and I found out that my reason for being is to help people, but to do it on my own terms, I looked at what I was good at and my zone of genius. I have a degree in psychology, so I've always loved psychology. And ultimately, it just made sense that I would do coaching so that I would be able to grab my computer, go anywhere and live in my zone of genius and still help people, but now on my terms and creating the life that I really want. Yeah, I love that. Follow the passion. (laughs) So let me pick. Yeah, I never thought you could be energized by work until I became a coach, but I absolutely love it. I get off calls with clients and I'm like on top of the world still. (laughs) Yes, I totally know that feeling waking up at 3am with whooshes for their their stuff. And yeah, I I get it. You know, you're on the right path. Yes. Okay. Oh, speaking of path. So I pulled your card. Your card is how would you describe your path and how is it different than your clients? That's an interesting question. Yeah. Well, since I spent 12 years chasing a dream that really wasn't mine, that's usually a big difference between myself and my clients. My clients have usually, I don't see them having done 12 years of working and working and working. And I mean, I spent thousands of dollars on med school applications. I spent three years working 12 hours a day in a cancer clinic. Like I did all of these things and I thought for sure the whole time I was like, I know I'm meant to be a doctor. It's a calling, you know, at the time I'm, I I mean, I was 12 when I made that decision, which is another big difference between me and my clients. I usually am talking to them about decisions they made in adulthood. Whereas for me, I decided when I was 12, I was going to be a doctor and I didn't realize that it was a trauma response until I was 24. And so my clients are more working with like finding their purpose. They usually start in a place of like, I'm not really sure what I want versus I was completely like in left field 
I mean, I was, I was right in one sense and that I definitely wanted to help people and that I was great at helping people, but everything else, my method for doing it was just way off and out of alignment with who I really am and what I really wanted. Yeah. I love that. You know, I see a lot of women getting started in their transformational journey in their late thirties, forties, fifties, even. And when I see somebody like you, you're so young, you got such a young start. So thank goodness that at 24 years old, you came across somebody who helped you in that transformation and that healing process that you could see that for yourself. Otherwise you could have spent the next 25 years as a doctor, not loving your life. And so it's like, I see that for you. I feel blessed for you that you got to have that at such a young age. And I, I celebrate girls. Well, anybody, um, who can get that start so young because you have your whole life to live that. So that's, that's awesome from my perspective, but I really, I'm super excited to have you on here because you were talking about some other things that I haven't heard people talk about. And it was just such a fun conversation. So tell us about being a lucky girl. Yeah. So I first heard of lucky girl syndrome while I was scrolling TikTok and I, it was like these two girls in a car and they're like eating Chinese food. It's like, it's the most casual video. And they're like, so we have this roommate and she, it like created lucky girl syndrome or whatever word they use. And they were like, she just like told us all the time how lucky she was. She genuinely thought she was like super lucky. And that's really how things worked out for her. And they were like, so we decided we're going to try it. And so they were then telling the stories of how this worked for them, how they just one day woke up, decided that they were a lucky girl. And sure enough, they were. And I thought that was really interesting. And then I kept seeing it and kept seeing it and kept seeing it. But what I wasn't seeing was anybody talk about the process of, you know, resetting your mindset to really create you know, that lucky girl baseline, right? Like for some people, they can just make the switch immediately, right? And great. And for a lot of people, that is how mindsets work. But for anybody who like, isn't necessarily feeling super lucky all the time, it's going to be really hard for them to make the switch and have it be their default. And so what I started thinking was, what are the ways that I can help people in a practical and magical way help them create this mindset and let it be consistent so that it actually starts to work for them. Yeah, I love that. And what you're saying is absolutely correct. You know, when you're trying to change that mindset, it's easy for me when I was getting started and trying to manifest from a thought, I thought, what's the easiest thing? Well, parking spots, parking spots. So I would always say, I always get the best parking spots. And even if I was with somebody else driving, I'm like, oh, it's okay. We, I always get the best parking spots. And I tell you, I always get the best parking spots. And so that's what, what you're talking about reminds me of. And we can all just start, right? But how, how do you suggest for people that this is way far out of their scope of reality for them to even think that? And I used to, I'm going to put the other spin on this, when back in the day before I had transformation and was not in a good place in my life, I would look at women that were doing amazing things, had beautiful homes and beautiful cars and husbands and kids, and they dressed beautifully and they were just beautiful, amazing women. And I would think to myself, they're just lucky. They're just lucky or they're smarter than me. Or um, I would always have those thoughts. So it was kind of attached to a fixed mindset. 
right? So I'm going to let you answer that question, but I wanted to put that spin on it. Yeah. So how do you get somebody to this place where they can just be lucky girls? Yeah. So when I first heard about it too, I was like, well, of course, mindsets create realities, but nobody was mentioning even that it was a mindset. Like they were talking about it more like it was a magic trick. And I mean, mindsets are magical. I mean, they really are. And they really do create your reality because how you're thinking about it is how you're viewing it. And perception is reality. And so many people use affirmations, right? But I recently had a client that was like, hey, I'm not sure affirmations work. And I was like, what kind of affirmations are you using? And I found out that she was using more outcome-based affirmations. So she was like, you know, I will get this client in her business or something like that. And I was like, so affirmations, especially when you're first starting out with them, you should really set affirmations based on how you want to show up, not necessarily your outcome. Your outcome is sometimes far beyond your control. And often when you're not getting what you want, it's for your highest good, even if you can't tell. But if you have the mindset of I'm going to say this affirmation and I'm going to get what I want. And if I don't get what I want, affirmations don't work. You've already, you know, knocked your feet out from under beneath you because you're looking, you're still testing, right? And I think it's okay to experiment and to test. But ultimately, when you decide how you're going to show up and you decide to show up in a way that's going to help you be the most successful, that's when your affirmation starts to really work and become your new baseline. So the first time you decided to manifest a parking spot, you were like, it was fun, right? Like you were like, I, I'm going to see if I can get a good parking spot, but you weren't attached to the outcome. You weren't going to be like, Oh, I'm ne never doing that again. If you didn't. And that's one of the keys to lucky girl syndrome is not being so attached to the outcome, understanding like it can just be a one-off situation if you don't get what you want in the moment. So that's one of the, the tips I give is that like, yeah, you can set this intention of being a lucky girl, but then the first unlucky thing that happens to you Perhaps that's not that you're that it doesn't work, that you're all of a sudden not lucky. And you never know that thing that you perceived as unlucky could have saved you from something way unluckier. Yeah. Well, and I was just thinking about that as you were talking. There was a point in time when I started like my fitness and weight loss journey. And one of the things I decided was I don't have to be hard on myself with this. I can do little things like park at the other side of the parking lot. So I have to walk into the store and that's not like huge, massive, like effort. I'm just, you know, adding five seconds to my, my time. And so as, as you were talking about, my brain is always looking at every spin on what the mind is thinking and creating. And I was thinking that like, if we have two opposing things and we're putting, we're not putting the right context to them, we can then perceive it as unlucky. Because what if one day I'm like, well, I would get best parking spots and I don't get the parking spot because I am creating and manifesting that I'm supposed to walk across the parking lot for my exercise and fitness, right? So our minds can be complex. And I don't really know why I wanted to say all that, but the brain really does work like that. Well, and, you know, even more important than like lucky girl syndrome per se is knowing that the universe is always working out for you. Yeah. And that's the real lucky girl mindset. Like, yeah, you can run around and I'm lucky. I'm I always, everything always works out for me, but that second part, right? Being lucky is great, but everything always working out for you, which it does, especially if you choose to believe it does and choose to see it that way, you're going to be right. And then when, you know, perceived bad or unlucky things happen to you, it doesn't derail all the progress you've made. You're like, 
ah, how is this serving me? So it's another way of looking at it. And it will make you luckier. Like there will be, I've played with this mindset a lot. And I've been doing it kind of accidentally my whole life. So I'm a little embarrassed to say this, but I was doing lucky girl syndrome before I heard of it, except I was calling it God's favorite. I like I'm lucky like girl that. syndrome better. I like lucky girl syndrome better because God's favorite sounds like it's me and then it's everybody else. And that's yeah. not the vibe. Like that's, that's not how I really operate, but like little, it started almost sarcastically, like as a joke, like something good would happen to me and someone would be like, what? And I'd be like, yeah, well, I'm God's favorite, duh. And it like totally was just a joke, but then it really became my new baseline. So that's another tip I give for activating lucky girl syndrome is if you have to start sarcastically, you can, and it will still work. Because eventually your default will be to respond. Even if you're using that sarcastic tone, your default will be like, oh, I'm so lucky, whatever. And sure enough, all of a sudden you really are. Yeah. And let's talk about that. You know, how the universe is always working out for us because we're all going to go through struggle. So how would you explain that to somebody who may be new to this realm of improvement, self-improvement, how would you explain that? What, what kind of perspective can you gain? Can you teach somebody with the concept of everything is working out for you? Because if somebody is going through maybe a toxic divorce or relationship and how can this just be good for me? Right. And we might have the perspective of, well, we are going to come out of this stronger and have learned these lessons and what to look for to prevent this. You know, we might have all that, but somebody else may not have that. So let's talk about how to create a perspective that supports everything is always working out for me. Yeah, I mean, I would say the very first step was stop saying, why is this happening to me? And start saying, how is this happening for me? And those, there's only a difference of two words in those sentences, but they really change your perspective. And I love the example of a toxic relationship. I was in an abusive relationship. It was a big part of my journey. And I'm so grateful for that, even though it sucked. It was like so horrible during, but I learned everything I don't want. And my standard for my next relationship is amazing. And my current partner is like, the exact opposite of my abuser like so healthy like communicates with me like all sorts of ways would never dream of physically harming me or emotionally or mentally like you know even catches me a coach and he's like you know don't say that about yourself like that doesn't sound good and I'm like oh because it sounded fine to me in the moment but like even he will catch me and it's so the opposite of the person who abused me who was very much like tearing me down and all that stuff. But had I not gone through that, I wouldn't have had these standards for relationships. I wouldn't know all the red flags to help my clients in toxic relationships, to help myself in future relationships and my friends and to really learn the ins and outs of that experience. Plus, I've now helped so many of my clients that also have abuse histories. And I'm uniquely equipped to do that because of that experience. Yeah. Yeah, that's a beautiful explanation for it. So tell tell us how people can work with you and find you and what how would they know that they need to work with you? Yeah, so I <laughs> I've been working on a better way to say this, but I love turning shit into sparkles. And like that's the <laughs> best way I can put it. Like bad <laughs> things or perceived bad things that are happening to you, like if you 
feel like your life isn't in alignment with who you really are. And that's going to be like a gut feeling. It's going to feel like, do I really want this? Is this really for me? Like, I'm not really sure right now. And it's not like my goal for every client is for them to wake up excited and go to bed proud. So if you're not there right now, if you're waking up and you're like, another freaking day, you're probably out of alignment. And if you're going to bed and you're like, I did good enough, I guess. And you're not like, I'm so proud of myself. I crushed it today. Please come talk to me. You're the exact kind of person that I want to work with. Um, you can find me on Instagram at aligned and empowered one, one, one. That is the best place to find me. That's where I'm the most active, but I also have a Facebook page aligned and empowered. Um, and then of course I'm Carly Lindsay. Um, and I'm pretty sure I'm the only person with that name. Um, it's spelled really complicated. She'll have it in the show notes. Um, so you can check me out there. Um, but I, I just love to take the perceived bad and to work with you so that you can take whatever you perceived as bad and make it the best thing that's ever happened to you. Yeah. I love that. And it's okay to say, turn the shit to sparkle because sometimes we're just going through shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's just, it's not a super clear, like turn shit into sparkles, but it's like how exactly how I feel. Like, you know, like just when you have something that is just seemingly valueless and you're like, what do I even do with this literal piece of crap? And I just alchemize it into sparkles. I make you see all of the good in it and I help you use it to your advantage because I'm a firm believer that as humans, we're here to learn and we go through these challenges just to learn and become better and continue to help with the ascension of the earth. And I'm here to help fast track that on the individual level. So I love doing transformation coaching. I even offer 90 minute breakthrough sessions. If you just have like one problem, I love to do breakthrough sessions with breakups because breakups feel like the end of the world sometimes. And so they're like, you know, like maybe you have to move out and maybe you've been with this person for five years or something. And so your lives are really entangled. I love to get those people on a 90 minute breakthrough session so that we can create a plan and help them figure out why this breakup is the best thing that could have happened to them. Because I firmly believe that even the stuff we see as bad or the shit comes in to teach us and to show us and to help us level up. Every shit is an opportunity to level up. (laughs) I love that, that you do that with relationships in that area, like that specific, you know, entry. That's really awesome you do that. I can see just kind of the experiences that I've had with people and different um, areas of their relationship that would, I'm sure you would get a lot of, um, a lot of people from that because that just the clarity of that, the, the power of that, because we get all up in our heads when we're making that shift, questioning everything, right? You're in a, in a position where you have to separate things or now you have to do it by yourself when you're used to doing it. There's a lot in that whole process. I can see why that's such a powerful thing. Yeah. 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 That's my favorite breakthrough session because it just really helps people see the light at the end of the tunnel. And, you know, almost always there's a reason for that relationship ending. Even if you weren't the person to end it, that person could see that you guys weren't right for each other. And you don't want to be with someone that didn't want to be with you. Mm -hmm. Perhaps you're, breakup is the luckiest thing that could have happened to you, but you won't know if you don't talk through it with someone who's trained to help you see that. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Well, thank you so much for sharing and we'll leave your information in the, the description of the show. And thank you.
Thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun. Christy, I'll see you soon. You too.